It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I am doing great. My name is Matt Hausman, and today I'm going to talk about, I, I came across an article. I'm just going to jump right into it. <laughs> I came across an article that is something that I talked to clients about once they have moved, they've transitioned from working into retirement. I probably have this conversation with 90 to 95% of them multiple times where it's helping them to understand that we've done the planning and it's okay to spend the money. I came across this article and the article was, Want a Better Retirement? Spend More Money. The article was written by Chuck Jaffe. Um, He's a syndicated uh, financial columnist and radio host slash podcast, what have you. And it really, as I went through the discussion that he that he was talking about and the different reference points from different research studies that have been done and what is the reason why that transition that goes from getting a paycheck and working our entire career making good financial decisions investing along the way to then we come to that point of retirement and we can't spend the money And so what I want to talk to you about today is actually what that article discussed and how can you, if you are approaching that, or maybe you're already into retirement, how can you get over the fear that is being created and why you're not spending the money that you have worked your entire career for? So listen, before we get started, let's deal with a disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmat.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30-minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low-key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay, so again, the article is, Want a Better Retirement? Then Spend More Money. And what's the reasoning why, and I'm just going to use my personal situation, when I am having conversations with clients and I, or I'm doing a workshop or what have you, what's the biggest fear that people have when they are approaching and or in retirement. The number one thing that I hear back is the fear of running out of money. I don't want to move in with my kids. I don't want to be a burden on my kids. The uncertainty that comes from longevity, from rising costs, from healthcare costs, from market fluctuations, 
usually the down ones, etc. Taxes. It's the uncertainty all of a sudden now. We had more certainty when we were working and getting a paycheck, even it's interesting the conversations that I've had with people, even in the event they were worried they were going to get pushed out or be forced into an early retirement, is while they were still working, there is certainty in that paycheck every other week. But when the paycheck stops, the fear of the unknown and the uncertainty, especially if planning hasn't been done, grips many. And how do we not run out of money? We just don't spend it. So usually that's the first thing that we want to look at is how can we overcome that fear of running out of money? The interesting thing that it talked about in the article was multiple studies that have been done that show retirees simply don't spend nearly as much money as they could from their different investments. The other thing that when we go back and we think about the fear and the fear of running out of money, not being a burden, is how do we overcome that? Well, one of the things we want to look at is the sources of income that we have. Usually, Social Security is going to be one of the biggest assets from an income standpoint that a person has. Pensions, if you're one of the lucky ones that have those, maybe there's other sources of income that you have as well, rental income, business income, and of course, the income that can be produced from the various investments. One of the things that it talked about was one way to get over the fear is to create income from different sources. So as we just mentioned, Social Security, uh, if you have a pension, do you have rental income? And of course, investment income. Now, with investment income and the income that is being generated, one of the things that you have to look at is how much income am I going to need? And that's where budgeting comes into play. Now, I will say that many people, when they come down and they sit with us, and maybe they're three to 10 years away from retirement, their ideal retirement age, and we start talking about a budget. Many people during their working years are not, or they don't, they've never really thought of having a budget, right? They prioritize. I'll use myself as an example. Maggie and I don't necessarily have a budget, so to speak. How much are we going to spend on gas and how much are we going to spend on going out, what have you? What we do have in a budget, though, is we have a budget on how much we want to be investing and saving on a monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. We have a mortgage budget that we have put in that we know this is how much we want to spend on our home, on the debt on our home, really. We have a healthcare budget. In other words, how much we are putting away, not only for the cost of our insurances, but deductibles and contributions into our HSA. And then outside of that, everything just kind of falls into play. I couldn't tell you. I mean, I can go back and look and, you know, credit cards now, they give you all these different reports. This is how much we average, let's say on going out to eat on gas, what have you. But really those, those Three or four critical areas are the only thing that we are budgeting and monitoring on a very consistent basis. But many times when I talk to people, hey, listen, how much do you think you're going to need in retirement? Oh, I don't know. Uh, one thing that's false is I think I'm only going to need about 50% of what I'm making right now. When they've actually gone through the process of developing a budget, I have had no one ever come back in, oh, I'm only going to need 50% of what I'm, what I'm currently making. Now, 
The budget is very critical when it comes to retirement because then that is where you're going to look at these different income sources that you have and whatever the delta is on what those income sources are going to create, that's going to have to come from your investments. So one of the things that the studies have shown is the more of the guaranteed incomes that we can have in place that eases the fear, especially with the uncertainties of market fluctuations, especially with that. So it's important for you first to look at the budget and then look at the income sources. One of the things also with the budget is let's make sure that we are factoring in an inflation, an inflation factor moving forward. The other thing is one of the things in the article it talked about from the idea of spending is we have invested and saved all of our life and we know that while we are healthy, we are going to be spending more than younger than when we get older. So I always talk to people about there's really three areas of your budget. You know, you have the keep the lights on and usually that includes your normal lifestyle. And then you have your wants, and then which is the bucket list things. How you know how long am I going to want to be traveling all over wherever, right? Or you know then maybe going and seeing the kids and the grandkids and being active there. You know that's not going to last forever. And then if there's legacy that you're wanting to also put into place, but understanding that and building out a budget and then an income plan can really help in understanding. Well, first of all, it's going to be able to show you, can, can I spend the money or not? Do I, have I actually, do I have enough to be able to do that? And once you've gone through that equation, then it goes into how much do we need to generate from our investments? And the placing of the investments then becomes very important. And our suggestion is having different buckets of risk with regards to your investments. Having, for instance, having money in just a a savings account, more as like an emergency fund. How much do you want to have there? Then having monies in more of a protected type of risk bucket, then maybe a balanced type of risk bucket, and then a long-term growth risk bucket. And so it's, and then how we end up positioning, how much, what's the percentage of our overall assets do we put in these four different risk buckets becomes critical to you understanding yourself and understanding how much income I'm going to need. And the reason I say understanding yourself is because many times when we're still working is that we're taking on a lot of risk. Maybe 90, well, you've, you guys have heard me, probably 95% of all of Maggie's investable assets is in our long-term growth bucket. And the reason why is because I'm not looking to touch that money for probably 12 to 15 years. So, I don't need money in the other ones, but as we get closer, we'll start shifting monies around. And it becomes very important to deal with the uncertainties of the market is that when the market falls, which guess what? It will do. Make no, no you know, put money on that. Now, we, do we know when it's going to fall? No, but it's going to fall at some point in time. And we want to be able to look at our overall household investments especially if we're in those spending years. We, I'll, I'll never forget this. I had a gentleman talking to me. Uh, him and his wife were in, this is probably in late 2010, 2011. And we were going through this exact process. We were talking about the budgetary needs that they're wanting when they retire. 
and we got to, of course, travel. Everyone said, well, we're going to travel. I said, okay, where are we traveling to? And his comment was this, because she was like, oh, I don't know. And he goes, well, are we traveling to Europe or Mississippi? And that's, not, that's nothing disparaged to Mississippi, but I think we all can agree that cost is going to be much different. He goes, are we doing that in 2008 and nine, or are we not going anywhere? And that's a great thing. That's a great example is that when we have monies in different risk buckets, it gives us more of a, it's the mitigation against the fear. For instance, then when last March and April, when everything's hitting the fan and the market's falling 40, 45% in 10 days, if we don't have all of our money there and we have monies in different places where we can take it from, especially if we're in those bucket list years, it eases us up to be able to spend it and to go ahead. Why? Because we have planned for this. We know that at some point in time, the markets are going to fall and we want to make sure that because we have placed monies in the different risk buckets, that is going to ease us from, or I should say, mitigate us from not making a very poor financial decision based on an emotional need. And so then going back to spending the money is that when you have gone through this process, so again, I'm looking at the sources of income that I'm going to have. I'm making the right decisions on when to execute those incomes, Social Security, pension, retiring, what have you. And then I have done the budgeting. And then I'm looking at what the delta is and then placing my investments to create that distribution, that income plan that allows me, or at least it would allow me, to start spending the money and enjoying the 25, 35, 40 years of working and making good financial decisions over that time period to enjoy those retirement years, especially while I'm still healthy. So as one of the quotes says, it says, um, this is from David Blanchett. It says, retirement is not about the alpha, about beating the market. It's about being happy. If you don't do the things that you've dreamed of doing, it's not the retirement you saved and planned for, in many cases, sacrificed for. That's not really reaching your goals. So listen, if you have questions about your own personal situation that you want us to address with you and hopefully go through this process to help you see, yes, I am going to be able to spend the money that I've saved all my life for, reach out to us, speakwithmat.com. Again, www.speakwithmat.com. If you have a question or scenario that you would like for us to address on the show, info at Smart Money Questions, email it right over to us, or simply go to smartmoneyquestions.com. I'll be more than happy to address that on a future show. So listen, everyone, that's all I've got for today. I hope it's been helpful, valuable. Do the process. I heard this quote the other day on a podcast I listen to all the time, and it says, the juice is worth the squeeze. <laughs> In this case, the squeeze is doing the planning, follow through with the planning. Listen, everyone, take care. We'll talk soon.